Welcome to Parents Take Five, where we take five minutes of your day to share parenting and family tips that help you grow in faith. Here, we come to you in your car, through your headphones, on the go, while chasing your kiddos or texting your youth, wherever you need a little support in your day. I'm Jen Evans, currently serving as Associate Pastor for Youth, Young Adults, and Families with Young Children at Second Presbyterian Church in Little Rock, and your host. If you have any questions or have ideas, you can find the Facebook group for podcast listeners by searching for Parents Take 5, that's F-I-V-E, and the same is true for Instagram. With that said, I hope you enjoy this moment of sanity and growth catalyst. Don't forget to subscribe to my channel for more tidbits on the fives. Hey y'all, it's Jen. Welcome back. Today I have a special guest, Jocelyn Wildhack with me. She is the chaplain and camp director at Ferncliff. And Jocelyn moved to Little Rock after seminary. And I have her with us today because you all put out this advent in a box. And I was reflecting on that because I found Advent in a Box to be really helpful. Basically, during the Advent season, there were all these great lessons and um, really fun, easy activities for families to do that, you know, even families like my family could take. And my listeners know that, like, I can barely get things done. (laughs) Um, And so, you know, well, why don't you start by telling us a little bit about how these advent in a box and I think there was a camp in a box before that what how did those get started yeah well thanks for having me here Jen at Ferncliff when the pandemic started we uh, had to shift all of our thinking as I'm sure all of you did uh, looking at a, a summer camp that couldn't run a summer camp was a new kind of thinking and mm. one of the things that we strove for in that time was to think about how we could use the gifts and talents that we had as a campus conference center to support the larger ministry happening in our country and in our world. And the summer when we were realizing that the local department of health was saying we shouldn't be doing overnight camps and we were going to have to cancel a lot of our programs. um, One way that we could continue to do ministry with the families was through mailing them materials. And uh, I put together a guidebook of uh, scripture stories for Mm -hmm. a week. Uh, Every day had a a theme and a scripture story and a set of activities. And they were well received. Uh, We were blown away by the interest from um, Christian educators at churches who could really use the support at that point and um, the, the families that usually sent their kids to camp every summer. Um, so much so that we were um, coming off the end of the summer and realizing that we probably had a greater impact this summer than we had ever had before, which was mm. an incredible move. Um, yeah. And, and as the summer ended and we were looking at our, our fall season, um, folks come out for beautiful retreats in the woods as the leaves change color um, and not being able to do that this year, we pivoted again and said, 
what materials could we provide that would continue to support the ministry happening in our world um, that we have the the space and the time <laughs> to make <laughs> that maybe our Christian educators and our church partners maybe don't have <laughs> right now as they're trying to keep up the everyday. Uh, so we put together Advent in a Box, which I think your family and your church used. Yes. And, and what's so interesting, Jocelyn, is what I found is it wasn't just churches. Like there were mm-hmm. individual families across America asking for this Advent in a box. Like it had really become quite the ministry for you all. We had, we had like something like 23 states sending Mm -hmm. in orders uh, Mm -hmm. from our little camp in Arkansas. And we were putting together over a thousand boxes that were going to sometimes families of four, sometimes individual kids. And, um, and we did an addition for older adults and really expanded this way of thinking that during a time when we can't physically come together, what are things that we can be doing simultaneously? What are things we can be doing at home that mix in with our everyday life, uh, but still provide that connection to God, but also that connection to a larger Christian community? Well, I, I'm that's a great segue to this because I have to tell you, um, life is much harder without those boxes. Um, <laughs> and so... I want to know why there isn't an ordinary time in a box. And since there isn't one, Jocelyn, I'm going to put you on the spot (laughs) here and ask for some help for us parents who are, you know, barely getting by. Um, What are the things that we can do during this ordinary time? One thing that I love to do with ordinary time is um, Bible story highlights. So in ordinary time, especially at the beginning of the year, we get a lot of stories of Jesus's life, Jesus's uh, parables or miracles. And one thing that you could do is pick one set. So maybe you just Google a list of Jesus's miracles, or you Google a list of parables and make a time each week where you read that story together. So it could be Tuesday dinners or, or Saturday lunches. And you, as a family, read that story together, talk about it, and then do one thing from it. So maybe that's a craft, maybe it's a recipe, maybe it's uh, a service project, or or maybe it's uh, a game that you play together. And while I could, off the top of my head, give you some ideas, I want to invite you all to, as a family, come up with that activity once you read the scripture. Maybe if you have a story of Jesus feeding 5,000 with loaves and fish, you are coming up with a meal that makes a ton of leftovers and you're always surprised by it. Um, One of the things I think is beautiful about ordinary time is looking for the things that are holy in the things that are ordinary. Ooh, that's beautiful. If you take uh, activities that you have to do, whether that's like chores or laundry is a thing that I struggle with, uh, washing dishes, um, and you're looking for the ways that those teach you something about God. Something that we do at camp a lot is looking for God in nature and in creation. But I, I think that we can find those moments of connection to God and to our faith community through the doing of the normal and the ordinary. 
And it's a matter of attention. And I think with families, especially having a ritual or a time that orients your brain to Mm. looking for God Mm -hmm. in that moment or looking for God in that activity that you're doing. Um, I think another way that you could be in ordinary time, but making those special, unique moments um, is by setting a time where you start looking. I love that. I think you're right. Like the holy isn't in the ordinary. Um, I am really focusing my time now trying to be present. Mm -hmm. Um, And I find that if I can truly do that, um, I find that the small things are very holy moments. Um, And so I I appreciate that view of things. If we can find um, God and the things that we're already doing. Um, And we've talked about that a lot on the podcast. It's just seems so much harder when you're doing it. Um, And maybe there's good news for those uh, busier seasons when you're extra tired and those might be Ferncliff boxes and they might be your pastor um, and they might be a Pinterest page, but lean on those supports and lean on the people who are really trying to add to your moments with your family rather than getting lost in them. This is absolutely a goal of the podcast as well, Jocelyn. So nice. I, uh, I appreciate the view of that. Um, I heard, I heard a little birdie. Tell me that there may be like a Lent or Easter box coming. Please tell me because I need help, please. So good news for you, Jen. Upcoming, we are putting together a box full of Holy Week materials. So eight days, Palm Sunday to Easter, and we're calling it Easter in a Basket because you will weave your own basket as you weave the stories together throughout the week. So so we, we can talk about this offline, but I can go ahead and order. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we'll talk about that offline. <laughs> um, but Justin, thanks for being here. I um, appreciate everything that you have done for us. And thanks for the little tidbit. It's very helpful. Um, and giving us some tips for our ordinary time uh, as we try to be faithful in our families. And um, I just want to say friends at home have a great day and be present with your family and i guess we should find the holy in the ordinary i hope that you've enjoyed having a few minutes to help you recenter refocus and reflect on family and faith as you think of questions or ideas that you'd like for me to explore on the podcast Check out Instagram and the Facebook group to reach me. I hope that you'll take five with us again.